Hey guys, welcome to our brand new podcast, Gloss and Goss. I'm Jade. And I'm Avril. So here we're going to be discussing everything from beauty tips to lifestyle and just general celebrity gossip. So grab a cup of tea, relax and enjoy listening to our opinions that no one really asked for. (laughs) Welcome back to episode two. I can't believe we're on our second episode. I know, it feels like literally yesterday that we recorded the first one, but we were editing all day yesterday, so... Five and a half five and a half hours to edit that. We came into this thinking, oh, we're doing a podcast. We had think- absolute blinkers on because we thought it was just gonna, we were just going to record it, listen to it back, <laughs> put it out there, but it's just not like that. We were very... Um, naive? What's the word? Naive, yeah. Naive. Anyway... This week, we are going to be talking about foundations. So this Mm -hmm. is literally the highest requested advice that everyone asks us. Absolutely. It's foundations and what skin tone matches and coverage and all that sort of thing and dupes as well. So we're going to go through all of that in this first segment. It's definitely the thing that I get asked the most about product recommendations for foundations for people's skin types foundation is daunting though if you go to any beauty counter you go up and you know eight times out of ten the person's probably not the most welcoming in some cases they don't really know what they're talking about really because as from experience you Mm -hmm. don't really get that much training and the lighting the lighting lighting in in a beauty hall it's just horrendous i don't know how you can match like perfectly i think they should give out samples and you should be able to go home and try it yeah various shades but yeah. sometimes that's not always the, the case. lighting in beauty halls are not installed by makeup artists no they're like <laughs> studio they're like really harsh they like wash everything oh, out they're horrendous. god knows how many people i sent away with an orange match yeah. when i think about it i think you should go into foundations first okay so let's start with oily skin and i know that this is something that you suffer with a little bit i suffer with oily acne boils it's Mm -hmm. just hormonal acne hormonal acne is what i suffer with yeah i'd say my skin used to be more oily but since i started on zeo skincare Mm. if you go on our instagram by the way (laughs) you will see our skincare journeys with zeo it's we won't go too much into it today but it's just the most unbelievable skincare it is pricey but so worth it definitely worth it um anyway it's transformed my skin so it's nowhere near as oily as it used to be but my t-zone can still get a little bit oily so i do tend to go lean towards foundations that are more suitable for oily skin what coverage Um, do you like i like full coverage without looking like I've got a lot of makeup on, which is exactly. the thing I get requested the most for. Which is weird because you say I want full coverage but you want it to look like skin. It kind of, like them two things in like the same contradictory. Yeah, it's like, hang on a minute. Yeah, but you can do it. And the thing, the way to do it is to build makeup up in sheer layers. Sheer we layers. say this constantly. In our academy, yeah. we drum it into our students, don't yeah. we? Yeah, absolutely. So should we do top three foundations for oily skin? Yeah. Okay, so my... Go through yours, and I bet mine are the same, but we're, we're, I'll tell you mine as well. Okay, so my <laughs> absolute favourite foundation, I think a lot of people know this already, is the Shiseido Synchro Skin... No. Oh. Synchro Self-Refreshing Skin Foundation. Bloody hell. I can never say that. I wouldn't even attempt it. Well, I'm just good with the names, aren't I? That's good for mature skin as well, I found. Yeah. Mm. definitely so that's but again, your top that's my top and you, but you, you do have to build it up in sheer layers I like that it's medium coverage but 
it still looks really fresh and dewy and I don't have to top it up throughout the day. That's the thing that I look for the most in foundation is longevity. Yeah. Something that's going to last me all day because if we're doing 9-10 hours in the academy or I'm travelling around London doing clients, I need something that's going to last on my face all day long. I don't want to be topping up my makeup throughout the day. And also it's so important to let skin still look like skin. Yeah. You know, not you about the cake face. No, 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 no. But when I look back at pictures, like what about ten years ago, I look and I think, hun, I reckon. No, I used to use the Maybelline um, <laughs> Dream Matte Mousse. <laughs> How many people did you use it? I did in, I swear, in secondary school. Was that yeah. the only foundation out there at the time? Because I swear every single. Do you want person. to hear a really funny story? So obviously, um, I weren't allowed to wear makeup in secondary school. Oh, um, I haven't. I haven't heard this. My mum would ne- like if I put too much makeup on. My mum would be like, "No, take it off. You're not going in like that." <laughs> did she? Yeah. That shocks me because your mum's like glam and. Yeah, but not when I was like 12 years old. So I used to. <laughs> smuggle makeup in like my training bra in my socks in my socks yeah literally used to smuggle makeup like in my clothing (laughs) to take it to school and then get to school and sit at the back of the class doing my makeup (laughs) that's what I used to get in trouble for at school nothing else I wasn't like a problem child but I used to get in trouble for sitting at the back of the class doing my makeup makeup. well it's paid off now hasn't it Right, so Shiseido yeah. is your number one. Yeah. And that can be for oily, dry skin. I'd use I'd that say on anyone. oily combination skin. Yeah. yeah. I for have dry, for on... dry skin even, yeah. It's just a good all-rounder. Yeah. But for people with oily skin, it's still going to look very, very natural. Yeah. But And give you a beautiful finish, but it's not going to make you oily throughout the day. Good. Right, what's your second? Um, My second is probably the NARS Natural Radiant. Is that what you were going to say? Natural Radiant Longwear. Natural Radiant Longwear No, mine's a different order, but yeah, it's the same foundation. <laughs> same foundation. And my third for oily skin, I actually really like, and I haven't used it in a while, the Becca Skin Love Foundation. Oh, I've never used that. It's beautiful. It's really, really nice. It's quite full coverage, I would say. Like, it's quite a thick foundation. Okay. But it's not too... It doesn't look dry. Right. It's really nice for Which the skin. Is what we want we don't want to dry our skin out with it so my first one is shiseido 100 percent. i use it every single time even if i'm going out out or i just want a quick going to run into the shops Mm -hmm. um my second one is yeah it is for oddy skin the nars long natural radiant longwear yep that one and then my third it's i find it's a hard one because i don't mind studio fix no, I was actually going to throw Max that one out there as Max well. Max Studio Fix. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's just a an oldie. An oldie but a goodie. I think the reason I put myself off it, not because it's a bad product, it's because I I just was over MAC. Because we'd, yeah, I'd it's seen just it. associated with MAC and we're, we're so over yeah, it. Yeah, and also <laughs> I used it on every click. So it's, to be honest, it was my go-to when I was yeah. on the counter. So if I had a full day of appointments, I feel like I overused it. And it is the most affordable out of the three, isn't it? Yeah, it's twenty three pound. I think. Is it still twenty three pound? I mean, this oh is going God. back a few years. I've it. It's probably about thirty quid now. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's the most affordable out of the three. However, I will say, 
And I always say this to people that I would spend a bit more money on foundations. I always kind of go for a higher end product with a foundation because I just feel like yeah, well it's yeah. That's what I mean. It's going on your skin, so I feel like anything on my skin. Oh, I thought you said it's kind of your skin. Why would I say kind of your skin? (laughs) I just misheard you. Right. So we've done top three oily foundation so oily combination oil combination yeah so let's do dry skin okay you kick it off your top one okay so my top foundation for dry skin would be the giorgio armani luminous silk love that one i used to use that all the time the only problem is it's 50 quid yeah it's so expensive (laughs) but it was such a staple in my kit it still is to be fair like i do still use it i kind of tend to save it more for brides just because i feel like it's a little bit more luxurious yeah do you um, find that it lasts that long? Because I don't know if it's because I used to use it every day, but I swear to God, it used to run out in like a month. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. So I don't actually use it on myself, one, because I don't really have dry skin. Yeah. And two, when I did used to use it on myself, it didn't really last that long throughout the day. Oh, okay. But for it dry does skin on other people. For, yeah, for dry skin it would. Yeah. So I do love it on clients, but for myself, not so much. Okay, what about your number two? Um, number two is the NARS Sheer Glow. Yeah, that's my favourite. That is one that I will use on myself on the odd occasion if I know that I'm only going to be having it on for a couple of hours because, again, when my skin's not very dry, it doesn't last all day on me. Yeah. Um, but I love the finish of it. Yeah, I do like the finish. It's so glowy. Yeah, it's so glowy. It looks so fresh. It doesn't oxidise. You can't beat NARS. No. You just can't. NARS <laughs> is probably one of my favourite brands. Yeah. It is now you're on the PR list. Oh! <laughs> that yay, is, yay. Made it, you made it! I feel like the day Do you went on the, the NARS... I sent you the email saying, oh my God, they've just asked if they can put me on the PR list and you was like, you have made it. You have made it. No, the, the day I knew that you had made it was the day you got on Huda Beauty's PR list. Oh, yes. Oh, my, remember when you the got around my house? The package that I got, we laid it out on the, on the floor. You oh always give God. me saying as well. I always get so buzzing. I'm like, yay. I'm such a good friend to you. I'm always you like, really yeah, are. help yourself to what you want. You really are. You are. You've got me. <laughs> I've got your back. Okay. So NARS definitely is our fave brand and Charlotte Tilbury, I'd say. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about Charlotte Tilbury. I'm obsessed Traitor. with Charlotte Tilbury. Have you used their foundation? Um, no. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love everything they do. Have you used it? Nope. No, I like the. Is it Wonderlight? I don't. Oh, what the thing that you put on underneath? It's not a foundation. It's like a what um, we use on um, mature. I use that on mature women actually. The glowy kind of Wonderlight. No, but you're thinking of the flawless filter. Flawless filter. Which okay. is just... That's probably one of my favourite products from Charlotte Tilbury. So for anyone who doesn't know what the Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter is, mm. it's it got described to me as a face colour yeah. rather than a Evens foundation or a tinted moisturiser. It's nothing like that. It just gives like a very sheer sort of even tone to the skin, but yeah. it's got like a glow to it and it's just beautiful. I usually mix that with foundation. Yeah, if you want to like lighten it up or glow it up a bit. Yeah. I usually pull it either on the highest points of my face before foundation yeah. or just say um, I have a mature client who doesn't wear a lot of makeup. Yeah. 
I would use that all over as kind of their foundation. Yeah. And it just evens them out, makes them look fresher. Mm-hmm. I just love that product, actually. That's it. The only thing is, that one runs out quick as well. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I use it on, like, everyone, but... Let's just go back a minute and talk about mature skin, because mm. I feel like that's something that I get asked about a lot as well. I get yeah. a lot of older clients say to me, oh, I'd love to get my makeup done, but... I don't want to look like I've got loads on yeah, because, you I know, it can sit in fine lines and wrinkles. Like, yeah. What would you recommend for mature skin? For mature skin, the kind of technique I go in with is I like to mix the, mix a moisturiser with the foundation just so it yeah, dilutes I do the it same. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to be caking it on, especially with fine lines. It's, it is a tricky one. You can Less is more when it comes to mature less skin. Less is definitely more. There is a few little tips and tricks, actually. So... One, I really, really moisturise the skin. So when we talked about prep last week, really moisturise the skin with a really, like, kind of like a thicker... Heavy-duty moisturiser. Heavy-duty moisturiser. So I do that first. I also 100% use an eye cream, always. Yeah. And for any fine lines, especially like crow's feet, I mean, we all get them, I would actually use a pore filler. Mm -hmm. So like the NYX one that we recommended last week, and I'd get a little bit on my ring finger, and I'd kind of press it into any fine lines that kind of need a little bit of help. I think that's a really good tip, actually, because Mm. it just smooths the texture of the skin a little bit, which I think a lot of mature women, the texture of their skin is what they find the most difficult to deal with. Yeah, and just because it's a pore filler doesn't mean you have to just use it for that. You can no. use it for so many other things, like fine lines, 100%. Mm-hmm. I get crow's feet because I smile And smile lot. lines. Smile lines, yeah. Sometimes I get my client or I blow my own like cheeks out. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I can't say like that because no one can see me, but I'm blowing my cheeks out. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of press it in before the foundation. Do you know a really good little tip as well for fine lines and smile lines, like crow's feet and smile lines. Mm. If you get the tiniest, tiniest bit of translucent powder mm. after you put your moisturiser on and just dab it over the lines and then pop your foundation on, again, it just smooths texture. So if you haven't got the pore filler and you've got a little bit of powder, mm-hmm. do that. But obviously don't put too much on because it will look cakey. Yeah, definitely. We've done our top three oily foundations mm-hmm. and we've done our top three dry. Let's just quickly give a drugstore of each because there's one that I have used and I used to use it quite a lot and it's for combination oily skin and it is the Maybelline True Match foundation really good is it Maybelline it's L'Oreal True Match oh mate it's L'Oreal True Match then. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is why I shouldn't be this a, is why I'm here this is why you're here to correct me <laughs> bloody hell so I meant Where's it from? You mean the L'Oreal, L'Oreal True Match. L'Oreal True Match. Yeah, L'Oreal True Match. I think it's like £11 from Boots, Superdrugs, wherever. Yeah. That is a really good dupe, I'd say, for the NARS Longwear. I'm going to call it Natural Longwear. Radiant you know longwear. what I mean. Yeah. They know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got one for, for dry skin, mm. the Maybelline Fit Me Foundation. That's really good. It's so That's dewy. where you were going and getting confused with that. Very confusing. <laughs> Come on. So, for just to recap, the oily skin, the L'Oreal True Match, and for dry skin, the Maybelline Fit Me Foundation. Yes, and then let's talk about application and what we use, because the tools that you use to apply your foundation is just as important as the prep and the product. Absolutely. I don't think we should overcomplicate it. No. I mean, I feel like... Let's do like... our one... Fa- we both use one favourite tool. <laughs> yeah, so for a more sheer coverage and to build it up, it's the Beauty Blender. It's Absolutely. just, you know, it's my go absolute go-to. It's mm-hmm. the probably the only thing I use. If I want a bit of extra coverage, I would then go in with like a stippling brush. Yeah, I would do exactly the same. So the Beauty Blender, 
make sure it's damp obviously we don't want yeah. no dry ass beauty blenders beating no. our face and it'll just absorb the product if it's damp yeah uh, if wait- it's dry sorry yeah you'll just waste loads of product so mm-hmm. damp you want to be able to squidge it so it really you can press it and like beat it into your face mm-hmm. so we like the beauty blender the actual beauty blender brand they're yeah. about 18 pound they are worth it though they are however oh, i have got such a good cheaper alternative okay. that i discovered probably last year um and it's from a brand called my kitco right. and it is an exact dupe of the beauty blender and it's seven pounds where's that from from beautybay.com stop it Why yeah have i not got this we're not getting commission for this no like we I are wish. not promoting brands we're not sponsored <laughs> I do use the um, Real Techniques one. Yeah, I find it's a bit harder though. The My yeah. Kitco one is literally an exact That's dupe squidgy. for the Beauty Blender. It's squidgy. It's okay. amazing. So yeah, you want to use the Beauty Blender to really press it into the skin and just make sure you take your time. Yeah. I, that's probably the most time I spend on my makeup is beating my face with the Beauty Blender. Yeah, in sheer layers. In sheer layers. <laughs> so this is a lot of information that we've yeah. thrown at you for this episode, but foundation is such a big topic. I feel like we needed to cover it. Absolutely. So now we are going to move on to celebrity Yay! gossip. Yay! Our favourite thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> oh God, we get so involved in this. It's like it's actually sad. Yeah, that we so, are this, this involved. Really. I know. So that it's. I wouldn't really call this gossip. I think no. it's just something that everyone's talking about this week. Is yeah. the Katie Price and Harvey documentary. Yeah, oh my god, how sad was I just felt I cried. So yeah, I cried as well. As a mum, I with a child that has no learning difficulties, mm. like he's you know Perfect. I'm I'm very lucky. Yeah. I can't even imagine how difficult it must be raising a child on your own because yeah. the dad is an absolute fucking deadbeat dad let's be honest <laughs> he's such an arsehole he's he? such an what arsehole what is up with him and I've how abs- is he still allowed to just swan about I don't know it absolutely baffles I me I feel like there pays. has been I feel like there's been no he's not been held accountable no. for he's had no grief no but if that happened now in the way the tabloids are now and you know a- a- access to Daily Mail I reckon yeah. that he would have got a lot more repercussions if it happened in this yeah. time. I just don't know why he's not being held accountable for how shit he is as he's, a dad. I'm sorry, but... I feel fine. like no matter what your feeling is towards Katie Price, whether yeah. you like her as and a we person, have our own and she's a very controversial yeah. person, Yeah. Um, you can't fault her for the way no. she is with Harvey, especially mm-hmm. after watching that documentary. I feel like hats off to her. Yeah, I do. Because it must be so difficult. Yeah, bless him. He's so lovely though. He was cracking us up at some he point. Seems he seems like such a loving, caring. I mean, yeah. I've met him. Yeah. I've worked with Kate quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and the way she is with him, the way he's with her, they seem to have such a special bond. It, it is really, it is really special. You can, te- you can just sense it. Yeah. No, I did. I did. I think that was a really important documentary for her to bring out. Actually. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it raises awareness for a lot of other parents, single parents as well, that might be struggling. Um, with children with disabilities. Yeah, I think it shines a light on something that happens day to day. Definitely. I feel like it was a really good documentary and I feel like it will change a lot of people's opinions on her, to be honest. Because yeah, I feel I like do. I feel like she's had a lot of stick in the media. Yeah. Which, whether yeah. you think it's her own doing or not, she mm-hmm. has. Um, so I feel like this is actually a very positive thing for her. Yeah, I would agree. Um, 
So, hold hang on a minute. What? Are you going to mention Courtney and that guy? Courtney and Travis Barker? Courtney Kardashian and who the... <laughs> hang on, because I feel dumb, because last week I didn't know who Olivia Wilde is. Who the hell is this guy? Right, who so Travis, Travis Barker was in Blink-182. Oh, because you was a grunge, <laughs> weren't you? I get it now. That's why you fangirl. Okay. Jade had a... I, I, went, I, I had a little moment. So did I, because I thought I was Avril Lavigne. Right. Cause I, <laughs> what, just because of your name? Yeah, no, but in school, I used to get terrorised about... Because Avril Lavigne literally ruined my life, because she come out, and not many people called No Avril. one's called Avril. No, I think so we had one girl in our school called Avril. Yeah, and then when she come out, they was like, oh, Avril Lavigne. And isn't it my biggest pet peeve? Like, you've heard many people say it, all my friends have. If I go out and I meet someone new, and they say, what's your name? I'm like, oh, Avril. Yeah. They immediately go, what, Avril like, Levine. Avril Lavigne? And yeah. I think... No, actually, hun. <laughs> no, but I didn't get into Blink-182. I did a little bit, but not... I wouldn't know his name. So, Travis Barker was the drummer in Blink-182, if I'm correct. <laughs> and then, Blink-182 split and yeah. created two new bands. One called Angels and Airwaves, one called Plus 44. I remember this. Like Vivid. McFly and Busted. Did they do that? Yeah, but they were never in the same band, were they? Oh, then they, they created McBusted, so it was like oh, that. Mate. <laughs> so, it was like that, but the opposite way. <laughs> I vividly remember this because I went to see Angels and Airwaves with an ex-boyfriend <laughs> and I didn't particularly like the band but I was so obsessed with my boyfriend drummer at that time mm. that I went to see them with him and I just, you know, pretended to like all the music that he liked. When really, <laughs> this was in my what college. Chameleon. When really, I'm such a fucking <laughs> sheep. When really, I was at college pretending I liked all these bands and I would go home and listen to Boys to Men and Mariah Carey. <laughs> looking at you you are the ultimate glam <laughs> when you show me pictures of your my long black hair spike lo- through yeah, my white ear, skin tongue is... piercing yeah you did have a minute didn't you i did i went through a little phase like but don't we all a... yeah everyone i went through it 100 i used to have them big flare trousers i used to wear the shag bands yeah. do you remember the shag <laughs> bands they got they actually got confiscated from our school we weren't allowed to wear them really yeah because i used to have them i'm not joking i used to have them from my wrist up to my forearm i don't think i had them i wasn't cool enough for them oh um, anyway, this back Travis to Travis guy. Barker. I actually remember him as well because he had a show on MTV with his ex-wife. I think it was Shan- Shanna. Shannon. Shanna. I don't. I have no idea what her name was. I remember the show, but I don't. I never watched it. But I mem- I remember it being. I, on. I vaguely remember watching it and getting quite into it. Um, so yeah, that's where Travis Barker's come from. But apparently, they have been neighbours for years and years and years and friends for a very long time. Okay. But don't you think it's funny how? Like, you look at some couples walking down the street and you think, what is going on? That they must have a fantastic personality. (laughs) (laughs) That's such an awful thing to say. This is so mean, but everyone thinks this. This is why we're being so unfiltered with it. Yeah, but also, this is... Beauty really is in the eye of the beholder. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like... Like, do you think attraction is instant or do you think you can become more attracted to someone over time when you get to know their personality? It's hard because for me, I have to have that sexual chemistry. I'm and exactly like the, attractiveness. the same. I'm exactly the same. But I, I do have know have... other women that it can grow. Yeah. I personally have to have that initial spark, that wow factor. Yeah. Otherwise, I just don't feel like it's going to last. Yeah. Personally. But. Especially looks... if you want to. Ha- 
you know, if yeah. I want to have sex with him, I've got to fancy him. Exactly. Sorry, but I do. But then looks don't <laughs> last forever, do they? And that isn't something that creates longevity in a relationship. No, of course not. Um, of course. I think, and it's I not think all we're about talking about lust there. Yeah, and it's not all about looks. That's really important. Obviously, it's, it's not really all not. about looks. But at the same time, I feel like my idea of what I think the most beautiful, perfect human in the world would look like, you might look at and think, what is she going on about? Yeah. Because and I... vice versa. Yeah, exactly. But I've been with people in the past and my friends have been like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, what, what is going on there? And I'm like, oh my God, they're just beautiful. They're like the best things in yeah. sliced bread. But everyone's got their different tastes and different types, which is a good thing because if we all went for the same person, then it'd just be like a shit show, wouldn't Free it? Free for all. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, again, nothing's been confirmed. We don't actually know if they're together, but it is a bit of an unlikely match, in my personal opinion. It's a bit, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just get back with Scott. Just oh my get God, they're back just, with Scott. They are just meant to be together. Pissing me off now. Just I, get back with him. I feel like they will get back together and they're going to have another baby. I hope so, because they are made for each other and it's just yeah. annoying because it's like they tease the audience all these years it's like I it's like, like they love tease story. each other like when one of them single the other one kind of has a little fling and yeah. then but ne- neither of them are kind of single at the same time that's the thing so you never know I feel like they're going to get back together I mean it'd be the greatest love story it, of our it, generation yeah. it'd be like a real life <laughs> drama yeah um, I feel like Courtney and this guy like again it hasn't been confirmed but I mean, if he's a next door neighbour, is it convenient? I don't know. Yeah. It could be convenient. Relationship of convenience. I feel like there's a lot of them going on at the minute because oh, of COVID. Of, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, it's going to be very hard for people that have met and had their whole kind of relationship in From lockdown. From last year, yeah. In lockdown. It's going to be really hard. Like Imagine like coming out and like you've got you want to see your friends and you want to go out by yourself and you mm-hmm. start living more... You're so used to being cooped up together yeah. that when you start living kind of your normal life, because this isn't normal by yeah. any way, um, to then go out and start living your normal life. So I can imagine it's a bit of a weird transition. Yeah, but on the flip side, I mean, obviously, we know I'm in a new relationship. Yeah. Um, and we haven't been able to go out for dinner or anything like that. But I do feel like we've kind of been forced to get to know each other on so much more of a deeper level because all we can do is be together. You build, you're building and that foundation before you go out into the big bad world of social media and going yeah. out. And I feel like you've you've got the time now to really build that structure. With yeah. Someone. Well, there's nothing for us to do apart from get to stay know. in and get to know each other and play games and like be silly and yeah. build that connection, which I love. Yeah. Um, and I feel like things do tend to move a little bit more quickly because of that. I feel like but if think... it wasn't COVID, mm. would it have moved as quick? I don't know. I think in our age group. It does move quicker. Yeah, I know also, people that just move in within four weeks when they because I feel like yeah. you go through all so much bullshit in your twenties. Yeah, and you know what you do not want. We've had failed relationships. I know that I don't want another one under my belt. Right? Absolutely. So now I know exactly what I want, and I ain't gonna take no shit. Mm-hmm. And when I find my human, you are my human for life. Let me tell you, you're not going yeah. anywhere. <laughs> um, no, I'm exactly the same. I mean, I feel like I can decide pretty quickly if I like someone or not. Yeah. It just moves quicker. Like most of my friends who've met people like late 20s, early 30s, it does move quicker. Yeah, because you haven't got time to waste. And you know what you want. You know what you want. That's the difference between your 30s and your 20s, I feel, in relationships. I know exactly what I want. Yeah, absolutely. My boyfriend is a little bit younger than me. 
But I did, I was saying to you earlier, like, <laughs> if he ha- wastes a couple of years with the wrong person, yeah. it's not going to be the end of the world because no. he'll still be in his 20s. Whereas for me, <laughs> I can't waste another couple of years. So I, I've drummed it into him and said, are you absolutely sure that this is what you want? Because, <laughs> because if it's not, you need to get out now. Because if you're staying, you ain't going anywhere. Like, yeah. you are absolutely stuck for life now. At least you've got a child, though. Like, sometimes I sit and I think, because I'm 30 in, what, three weeks? And I think, obviously, I'm not where I wanted to be at 30. Like, it's just not where I saw myself. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, what I want, I think it's very clear, and I've said this to you before, is a family. Like, a family's a big deal for me. Yeah, of course. And I feel like because, you know, you haven't got so much the pressure of feeling like you have to have a child by the time you're 30. Because you've got one. Like, I feel like you. I've passed that already. Yeah, you have different worries in the sense that. Obviously, Roman is nowhere, I wouldn't class him as baggage, but obviously... Well, you come as a, a package. Yeah, yeah, you come as a package. So you have different issues with... You have yeah, it's a worries. lot for a man to, to take on. Yeah. He's not just taking on me. Whereas I, my worries is that I won't have a kid. Yeah. Your worries is, will I find someone who will treat my child like their own? Like, yeah. We have completely opposite worries. Yeah. And for me, I've just kind of realised the last few months I've really taken the time to realise that Age is just a number. I think society puts a lot of pressure on women. We put not, it on ourselves. Not just women, like yeah. people in their early 30s yeah. to be settled down, to have children, to have a house. Like, mm. I rent my house. I don't mm. I don't own a house yet. No. And I feel like I feel like a bit of a failure that I don't own but a house yet. But that's because society makes us feel that way. Yeah. I put pressure on myself because of what society thinks. Yeah. And it's sad. Like, I really started to, like, give less fucks, really, because yeah. <laughs> there's so many other things that I've got going on in my life, and I think it will happen. I just need to be patient and not settle. Absolutely. And we're and successful in, very, in other ways. Yeah. Like, we've built our careers up. Like, we're yeah. quite successful in our field. And I feel like that needs to be recognised a little bit more rather yeah. than, oh, she's not married or she doesn't have children yet. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a fine line because I think especially maybe from about five years ago, I think sometimes I did prioritise my career mm-hmm. a little bit and that's something that I've had to deal with. That's yeah, not I think issue. I did as well. Yeah, I think we both did and I think that's probably why we are where we are at the minute, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Or like we obviously... Well, I can't speak on your behalf, but for my on my behalf, like the hours I did and stuff like that, it did affect the relationship because yeah. I put all this work in to my career and I didn't want to give it up. No, and why should you? And now you're yeah. successful and you will find that person who embraces yeah. that rather than resents yeah, it. a therapy session. Well, you're Thanks, welcome. Jade. You're very welcome. What you but about? I'm just going to say, if I ain't married by the time I'm 35, I'm going to have something to say about it because I want to be in my prime in a wedding dress, let me tell you. Just uh, throwing that out there. <laughs> no pressure, up. hon. Your poor boyfriend. Uh, what were you talking about? We were talking about celebrity gossip. However, I feel like we have been talking about that for a little while. So, shall we move on? Q&A. Have you got them up? Q&A, yeah. And it kind of ties in because I have had quite a few questions about celebrities. And I think because people know we do kind of celebrity makeup, people are just interested in that, aren't they? Absolutely. And a lot of people want to get into celebrity makeup as well. Yeah. So, we've got a question that someone sent in um, last week. So, what's the question? The question is how you got to do celebrity makeup. Oh, I love this story. (laughs) We say this in our academy. Yeah. So, shall I go? Go for it, because mine was basically from the back of you, really. You got me. <laughs> yeah, but you got me, you recommended me, so that's yeah. how I kind of got into it. So let's start with 
where it come from. Okay, so I my first celebrity client was Jessie from Little Miss. That's a so joke. It was like an absolute. It was an amazing one, really. It kind I of can't kind believe of kick started your, my yeah. career. She was massive. She weren't just like you know a no. reality star. This is a pop like international pop star that you do. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I was so lucky. You was and nervous I feel, though, weren't you? I, I was so nervous. So I actually um, done her sister in law's makeup a couple of times, Gabby. And I wasn't even meant to do Jessie's makeup, um, but I'd done it at Jessie's house because that's where they was all getting ready. And I remember going there and Adam Burrell, who is Little Mix's makeup <laughs> artist, was there doing Jessie's makeup. And I asked for a photo with him. I was such a fangirl. Fan I was like, oh my God, Adam Burrell is here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I didn't actually see Jessie that much. She was upstairs getting ready and I just done Gabby and her friend's makeup and then left. Yeah. And then I think it was... That week or the weekend, I got a message when we was on lunch break at Mac from Perry from Little Mix I on remember. Instagram. We she hid was, in the stock room, didn't she we? She was so casual about it. She was like, hi, it's Perry, Gabby's friend. <laughs> we like, Perry, how do we know who you are? I know who you are. You have a blue tick. <laughs> um, so I was supposed to be doing Perry's makeup and that fell through and I was so gutted. And then I got a WhatsApp message from Jessie and she asked me to do her makeup instead. God. So I think the next day... You was manager on Mac at the time, and yeah. I was like, uh, I'm calling in sick, by the way. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was literally like, yeah, yeah. you've got to do it. Like, yeah. Ring in sick, I'll get cover. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I ended up doing her like three times in the space of a couple of weeks, because I, I believe Adam was in LA. I think so. So I remember something along them lines. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that. And then she posted me on Instagram, and after that, my following just yeah. went crazy. It was a whirlwind after that. You got so many. You didn't. Leave, you left Mac not long after Jessie, really, because it just went mad. Yeah, it's because I kept getting asked to do like people from Towie, like their makeup, yeah. and I kept saying to you, "I'm gonna have to call in sick." And I think you said to me, "You know, you can't keep calling in yeah. sick, but you have to do the jobs, but you can't keep calling in sick." Yeah. And I was like, "I'm gonna have to take the plunge and just try and pursue this and leave Mac." So yeah. that's what I did. In How the long end. ago was that? Was it five About years? About four years ago. Four years ago. Okay. Um. No, Who was your next four or five years. Who was your next I think then that? it was Courtney from Towie, and then yes. after that it was kind of like a snowball effect. I remember. And then I got in because obviously... Yeah, I recommended you. You recommend me because our, yeah. our makeup's very similar, so... That leads me on to another question we got. Um, I think it was sent to you yeah. saying um, about people giving pe- other artists bad names in the industry. Yes, yes, I remember that. So I don't understand this because I... I'm not that type of person. You're not that type of person. No. I really haven't come across that much bitchiness in the industry, if I'm honest. And if I'm busy, I will always recommend. Yeah, so do I. My friends, like other makeup artists, because I feel like there is enough work to go around. If I'm getting work, I don't care where it's coming from. Yes. Same. <laughs> and I do think that we're quite lucky in like Kent, where we're based. Yeah. I don't. I've never had any problem. I actually feel like we have quite a supportive bubble like a supportive group of friends as makeup artists we all kind of recommend each other like there's a couple of girls in the Bromley area like Grace who we used to work with at Mac Um, there's a couple of girls in Essex that I'll always recommend like if Mm. I can't do it so this whole makeup artist bad name bitchiness it doesn't really I can't really relate to it we have actually had a few occasions and you're gonna know exactly what I'm on about because I'm not gonna give names or nothing but Mm. From a very well-known makeup artist letting down their brides at last minute. Oh, and yeah. we have done a few jobs together where we've had to step in last minute because mm-hmm. this person... I mean, this person's big. This person... Yeah, the same person I've been called called 
um, to jobs a few times, mm. like literally 10 o'clock the night before because they've cancelled or yeah. the morning of a shoot even. Maybe that's what she means by like bad reputation because people okay. like that do give a bad rep. Like, who, who, yeah. I, sorry, but I've actually done... And I, I reckon if the bride is listening to this, she know exactly who she is. Mm-hmm. I went and did a bride with a sickness bug. That's how much I will not cancel. I would avoid cancelling at any cost. Yeah, I would not dream of cancelling on a bride. Never. I went with a sickness bug and I did. The, I took every bit of energy out of me to do the best makeup for yeah. her. But in between, I was being sick mm-hmm. and I had to run and her bridal dress was in the bathroom. Yeah. And I had to be sick next to the dress because I just thought, I can't cancel. Like, what yeah. was I? I had a 24-hour sickness bug. Like, I couldn't... Who would I have got on a Saturday in August yeah. to come and do a bride like that? Yeah. So, I don't understand. I do get what you're saying with people do give bad reputations in that sense. Yeah. I've been in exactly the same position. I've done a bride I at remember this. Cooling Castle. <laughs> yeah. And I was doing her makeup and every five minutes I'd have yeah. to go outside and be sick in the bin. And I kept saying to her, I'm so, so sorry. They're just grateful you're there though. But they'd much rather you be there being yeah. sick yeah. than cancel them on their wedding day. I just wouldn't dream of it. No. I would rather die. Honestly, yeah. it's just, cr- I just couldn't. No, I'm exactly the same. Right. Shall we move on to product of the week? Product of the week. Absolutely. Um, We've discussed this prior to this so we already know what we're going to say because it's our absolute go-to it's probably my product of all time currently <laughs> absolutely go on um it you're is, better with names <laughs> yeah it is the makeup by mario master mats palette <laughs> yeah what's his full name he's kim kardashian's makeup artist isn't he what yeah you're gonna try and make me say this it's mario didi vonovic or something, something like, like that. that. Okay, yeah. People, like everyone knows who Makeup by Mario is. Yeah. I also like Makeup by Ariel. They're, them two yeah. are probably my favourite. And Patrick yeah. Carr, actually. All yeah. three are my favourite top artists. Agreed. But that's definitely my product of the week, or our product of the week, because I feel like it's universal. It everyone can use it. Everyone. There's a tone of eyeshadow in there for absolutely everyone. And what trend is out at the minute? What is the ultimate trend? Matt. at the minute it's the matte 90s kind of Nin- yeah. 90s supermodel supermodel yeah so and this palette is perfect like i haven't found a matte pal- palette that is as good as that no i completely agree and it's you don't need beautiful. to pay shipping how much it, it's on his website it's on his website Mario. yeah and yeah how much is it do you remember i it's think it's about 40 pounds 40 pounds but it is worth it it's so worth it and it will last you forever please go high-end with eyeshadows because the pigment in cheaper eyeshadows are just horrendous aren't they yeah agreed Okay, so next week we are going to be discussing on episode three my personal favourite thing to do, contour and highlight. Thank God. Can you just imagine all them times we walk around with round faces? <laughs> like, like I, when we didn't know about... Because it's only... It's, it is... When it we didn't know how a, to give the face structure. Yeah, it is a new thing. But we're going to that next week anyway. Absolutely. have got a lot to say about it. Yeah, that's what we're going to be discussing next week. We're going to be talking about our favourite products to achieve the best look for contour and highlights. And that so. include concealers as well, because obviously we mm-hmm. use concealers to highlight. Again, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> exactly. So if you have any questions um, that you want us to answer, then please send them in. Yeah, we've got a few different platforms for you. So we've got our number, which is 07379 mm-hmm. So you can like WhatsApp us, message us, voice note us, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And then what we're going to do is give our Instagram handles as well. So our actual, we own a makeup academy, if we hadn't mentioned it. I don't think we have. But no, I think we'll talk about the academy yeah, a little bit more next week. Yeah, or we might do a little um, segment on how to start your own business. Yeah. So we're going to that, but we have an academy page which is at 
Allure Makeup Academy. So A double L U R E Makeup Academy. Yeah. I can't pronounce things. <laughs> and then my Instagram handle is at Avril Jarrett M U A double R E double T. Yeah. And mine is at Jade Ewan M U A. People always spell my surname wrong. It's E W E N. Jade Ewan M U A. That's my Instagram handle. Haven't you so... got a underscore? Am I lying? I'm sure it is Jade. Did I just get my own Instagram handle wrong? Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Scrap that. So my Instagram. See, this is how shit I am at Instagram. (laughs) I'm the worst Instagrammer ever. So my Instagram handle is at Jade Ewan underscore MUA. I thought it was. I was thinking, (laughs) this girl don't even know her own handle. I know. Thank God you're here. Right, so that's all of the platforms we've got. Just get in touch anyway we're not bothered we've got access to all three of yeah them, we so. just need your questions for us to be able to answer them create content so we look forward to hearing from you yeah and i hope you've enjoyed the episode and we'll be back next week for episode three Woohoo! as rupaul would say bye, bye.